Hello, hello, and welcome to Konnichi Value. Today, I want to talk about a topic very near and dear to me. Why is Japan so wacky? Blame it on the economic boom in the 80s. When it comes to weird and wacky, Japan is in a league of its own. From vending machines that sell used underwear to cafes where you can hang out with hedgehogs. It seems like there's no limits to the oddities that comes out of the island nation. But have you ever wondered why Japan has so much weird stuff? Well, it all goes back to the economic boom of the 80s. During this time, Japan was riding high on a wave of prosperity. The economy was booming and the country was experiencing unprecedented growth. And with all this newfound wealth came a desire to showcase it in interesting and unique ways. Enter the Furusato Sozei project. This was an initiative started by the Prime Minister at the time, Noburo Takishita, which gave over 3,000 local governments a million dollars each to use however they saw fit. The idea was to revitalize local communities and showcase their uniqueness in form of new buildings or events. This is the start of Japan's municipalities battling it out for the titles of the wackiest projects. The towns and cities of Japan went wild with their newfound wealth. Some invested in practical things like public bathrooms or additional funding for their schools and cultural activities, while others got a bit more creative. In Hokkaido, the city of Date decided to build a public bathroom in marble with a self-playing piano, because who doesn't want to listen to music while they do their business? In Aomori, in a city that is now referred to as Tsugurushi, funded the creation of a giant clay figure at Kizukuri Station, whose eyes light up every time a train arrives. This massive project went to a station that hosts less than 220 passengers daily. Meanwhile, Kamikitagun, currently named Oirase Town, in Omori, built a replica of the Statue of Liberty, because apparently they have the same latitude as New York and just couldn't resist the urge to copy America's most famous statue. But the madness was just getting started. The city of Yamagata wanted to make Japan's biggest pot so they could cook their traditional beef dish, imoni. The pot was so big that they had to use excavators to stir and empty it. And let's not forget the mayor's office in Ota city, Shimane Prefecture, that seemed to hate the concept of a one-hour hourglass. Instead of investing the $1 million grant in something more practical, they decided to go for a one-year hourglass with 640 billion grains of sand, which would literally take a year to go down from its top to its bottom. Because who need a budget when you can measure time in grains of sand? Tabayama Village too had big dreams. 
and decided to make Japan's longest slide. However, three days after the construction of Tabayama's slide was finished, another town made an even bigger slide. Because apparently, size really does matter. And let's not forget the goldfish in solid gold created by the town of Nakatosa in Kochi Prefecture, which was later stolen and melted down. Was it worth it? Probably not, but at least they can say they had a real goldfish. I mean, I couldn't make this up. This was really the craziness that surrounded Japan during its heydays in the bubble economy era. Anything went, and the wackier the idea, the better, no matter the cost. But of course, not all projects were completely wasteful. For example, the town of Shinto Inagama decided to be smart and put their money into a savings account, which resulted in an extra 60 million yen from 15 years of interest rates. But let's be real, the most entertaining projects were the bizarre and wacky ones. Despite the end of the economic boom, Japan's quirky legacy still endures. As the Furusato Soze project wound down when the economic boom of the 80s came to an end, many of the oddities that emerged during this time were left behind as a reminder of a bygone era. Although the projects were ridiculed for their waste, some of these quirky creations have stood the test of time and become iconic symbol of their respective communities. Today, Japan remains a country that values uniqueness and creativity. From the colorful fashion scene to the quirky vending machines, the spirit of innovation is still very much alive. And while some may see Japan's weirdness as a quirk, it is truly a reflection of the country's desire to stand out and showcase its individuality. So, the next time you find yourself in Japan and stumble upon something weird or wacky, remember the Furusato Zose project and the economic boom of the 80s. These moments in Japan's history shaped the country's culture and identity and are a testament to the creativity and ingenuity of its people. And who knows, you might even find yourself inspired to create your own unique and wacky creation. After all, that's what Japan is all about. Thank you, and bye-bye.